Little Liars Recap Podcast. My name is Jay, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, AJ Norris. AJ, how you doing today? I'm kicking. Well, I, thought that, I thought there were going to be some words after that, like I'm kicking butt at this, oh. like AJ. <laughs> at what? Like, who do I need to fight? Is no, like you're like you, kicking butt, like you're doing well. Oh, listen, Jay, I, I am on alert right now. I am ready to kick. <laughs> listen, every time we watch this show and then talk about it, we're ready to kick some ass. And Ezra wasn't even here. I saw him. Wait, did he? I saw was him. he in the episode? He, he was. Well, he didn't have a line. He didn't speak, but he was oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I was like, no, I don't want this. You know, that's really fair. I meant like we didn't get the plot line if you know what I mean honestly take that man and throw him in a dumpster and then after that I'll take him out and kick his ass and then I'll throw him back in a dumpster <laughs> and that's all we got folks talk to you next week <laughs> AJ and I meet uh once a week to trash on Ezra uh fits until it gets fixed and at this rate, it's not getting fixed. Wait, can we get Ezra Fitz fixed, like neutered? <laughs> I think we came like, up with a solution here. I think that's a valid solution. Like, where do we find this man? <laughs> well, he's not real, so he can't hurt you. I don't know. He traumatized me every time I see that man. That's fair, AJ. That's really fair. Um... Like, like honestly, I I am terrified for the day that I see that man in another project, because I would just be like, I can't watch this. Do you think the pedophilia plotline killed that man's career? I hope so. Write in and tell pause, us. Pause, if pause, you've pause, seen... pause. Mr. Actor, whoever the f you are, mm-hmm. I don't know what your life is. The Sorry last thing I want to do is stop someone's bag, comma, but. You seem like a willing participant, and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> uh, AJ said sorry to that man, but not really. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, write in to twosecretspod at gmail.com and let us know if you've seen Ian Harding in another film or television product uh, project, because we don't want to put in the work to find out what else this man has been in, but we're hoping that his career ended with Pretty Little Liars. Wait, is that his name? Ian Harding, yeah. Wow. Why do I feel like I heard that name before? Maybe because he's on the show. (laughs) Maybe because you see it in the credits every single week. Listen, someone said skip the credits. I didn't this week, but it's always I do. That's fair. Uh, AJ, this week was a little different than our usual episodes. And yet, not at all. Like, here's my thing. Did I like this episode? Maybe. <laughs> I was like, did you? I, I, I might have. Like, here's the thing. I'm not coming into this episode with just being like, oh my God, I hated this episode like I did last week. 
So here's here's my thoughts, and we maybe we can at the end of the episode answer it like in full because maybe it needs more discussion or maybe it doesn't. But mm. like are flashback full episodes better for this show than flashback scenes? Like once a season, do we need a flashback episode? Just- oh, pause. I would I would like a flash, you know what? Pause twice a season. I would like a flashback episode. Yeah, and, and that way we don't have to like intersperse these little scenes. Yes, 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 yes. Like, well, pause. Mm, I, I did have some issues with a couple portrayals in this um flashbacks of certain characters. Comma, but <laughs> you don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> you no, but we'll get to it when we talk Listen, about it. Listen, I think I might agree with you on some of them. Ah, fair enough. Um, but like over, overall, I think this was um good and bringing me back to um at least for the most part like who these characters were when we started the show yeah it, and also like a nice palate cleanser like sometimes you just want to step out of the drama that is this current season and step out of the constant pedophilia and murder like sometimes you just want to be like this is a teenage drama <laughs> yeah and not only is it a teenage drama but like it's supposed to be a little creepy right and like yeah a little creepy as opposed to like unnecessary murder yes and this gave us the perhaps like crazy ex-boyfriend slash girlfriend stalker vibes Mm -hmm. without giving us and like a creepy teenage show as opposed to it being like who killed Allie yeah I think this gave it that like like horror slash thriller feeling that actually made me nervous for the characters a little more than the regular show does. Like, I, I think I would have liked it, right? Had season one, uh, like we start off with the like whole, how we started off like, oh yeah, they were at the barn and then like there was something that happened to Allie and Allie's missing, right? And then like just the rest of season one is pre-Allison going missing. Like just get just building the world around them. I think I would have enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, and how did we get to the point where Allie goes missing? Yeah, I would like. And then season two is dealing with like now that she's missing, what happens next? Yes, 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 yes. But instead, they tried to cover (laughs) all the plot lines all at once. I I don't need that. I did not need that. (laughs) And I think there are shows out there that do Mm -hmm. what you're talking about relatively well. Mm -hmm. Um, there's one that I'm thinking of. I think it was on HBO Max as well. Um but I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Fair. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but I agree with you. I'm going to say you're right on this one. It came out the same time as that show about the true crime murder of the girl who convinced her boyfriend to die by suicide. What? <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> okay. But-, <laughs> um, but shall we get into this this episode? I, I, you know, I know what I said. I, I hated to start this episode. I hated it with my whole heart. So let's, <laughs> let's set this. Let's set the scene. The girls okay. are fifteen years old, maybe fourteen and fifteen. So I'd say this is either freshman or sophomore year of their high school year, mm-hmm. of their high school. Okay. So remember, these girls are fourteen or fifteen. I think Allie is fifteen in in this. Mm-hmm. She gives more fifteen-year-old vibes. She disappeared when she was 15. 
So I want to say this is the October before the summer she goes missing. Mm-hmm. So they're probably sophomores. So that'll make them juniors now in real time. I believe that is the case. Dang, that's disrespectful. You know what? Get them out of high school. We need them out like fast. <laughs> I need a change of scenery. So it's October 28th, 2008. We see this in like the background on like some newspaper, other things. It's the week before Halloween. Mm. And Allison is telling a scary story. she's narrating it and as she's narrating it we see it being acted out so we see two blonde girls they're twins um and they're getting into a fight over a doll Mm -hmm. and one of them gets so angry at the other that one of the twins stabs the other twin in the heart with a knife on halloween Mm -hmm. um and the girl who stabbed her twin went to an asylum mm-hmm. for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. And Allison ends the story saying, until today, or until yesterday. And she va- and she and Allison's explaining that this girl who was in the asylum who killed her twin vows to kill every kid who goes trick-or-treating. And then she takes the knife from the pumpkin that they're carving and mm-hmm. stabs and, and stabs the pumpkin. Yes. And then we pull out and we see of the flash of the story and we see that Hannah is and the other girls are there and Hannah is supposed to be babysitting these kids. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you're scaring these children. And the children are like, no, we love this. This is so great. And it's like, why would you ever think it's okay to tell like like you're not related they, they, to these children. If it's your little sibling, like go ahead. If it's your cousin, go ahead. These are children Hannah's getting paid to take care of. And Allie yeah. isn't even like involved in the transaction. She's like, let me scare these children. Like, yeah, I would say the kid wasn't like dad is sad. It was like a no, keep going, like a mm. but like you could tell the it freaked the kid out. Yeah. Like <laughs> First of all, why are your friends over? You're supposed to be babysitting. Great question. But you know. Isn't that how like so many horror movies go where... So many. Like like, it starts off... A young woman is in charge of babysitting and she invites her friends over or her boyfriend over and then like the killer gets in the house. Killer's in the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like why? I don't know. If I'm in charge of children... Or like pet sitting at someone else's house. I don't invite people over to that house. And I think they were at Hannah's house, but still, like, it doesn't matter. Your friends shouldn't be there. Especially not Allie. I feel like there's a big uh, issue uh, with having, like, you know, minors babysit your child. (laughs) Expecting them to be like, you know, unless you're like, yo, this is a good apple and stuff like that. Like, this kid is going to be safe here. Um, and I trust yeah. this kid, but like I feel like there's a lot of time that the kids that are quote unquote babysitters are actively should not be babysitting a baby. That's fair, and maybe I was just like one of those nerdy, trustworthy children where like when I was 16 years old, I was babysitting. Yeah, but Jay, I can meet you and be like, this person won't kill my child. 
That's fair. <laughs> Hannah, and Hannah comes across as a good egg. I think like if the parents found out that Hannah's friends were there, immediately they'd stop and they'd never use her again. Yeah. But like without knowing that her friends are there, like they're probably like, Hannah seems like a good egg pre like, Allie disappearing. Like Hannah would be my first choice. You know what, pause. You know what, pre-Allie pre disappearing, maybe she, not a bad choice. Yeah. Because she's, like, more of, like, nerdy Mona, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I have a question. Uh, we, we, can, we can tackle this later on, um, or we can tackle this now about um, the girl's social status. Okay. Um, I never got the sense that, well, besides Hannah, that these girls were the losers of the school before Allison came in and, like, apparently waved her magic wand and be like, no, you're popular now. Yeah, I think the vibe that I always got was that they were friends before they went to high school individually mm-hmm. with Allie. And once they all were in high school together mm-hmm. and Allie had like gained popularity by force, probably. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think she's popular as much as she is like too mean to get on the bad side of. Oh, nice. Like she's like, the bitch that will make your life hard if you don't act like you like her. Mm-hmm. And I can so see that from Allison. She, she brought them all together, but they all were in their own individual so- social circles without Allison. Mm-hmm. And then Allie disappearing, Allie took up such a big space in their collective lives that when Allie disappeared, they had no choice but to turn to each other. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough um is sort of the vibe that I got okay um but yeah anyway the next thing that we see the girls before we go to the next thing we see before we do that I'm gonna be a buck with you Jay red flash were going off in my head with this whole story I was like this story actually happened this ain't this ain't a make leave (laughs) really that's why I was like ah this happened and I was like ah Allison had a twin, and she tried to kill her, and they sent her away. <laughs> and they sent Allison away, or the twin? No, the twin away, but Allison survived. <laughs> okay. Do so you think Allie's twin is still locked up in an, or she just escaped from the asylum before Allie? And that's weird, Allie. <laughs> she's, like, telling this as, like, a ghost story, but really, like, she's just venting to her friends in front of this random child? Yeah. Okay. So I will say Go. there was a name of a place that was dropped that we'll want to keep an ear out for moving forward. Uh-huh. And that is the name Radley. Radley? Radley is the name of the sanitarium that it, from the story. Ah, fair. And also this, like, we briefly see it when the girls like walk past it like that abandoned house mm-hmm. um we see that radley is a place in rosewood mm, i see i see fair enough so like but- that's just like an alarm bell went off where i was like is that a place that we need to know so i wrote it down in my notes nice 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 yeah but something else i wrote in my notes um uh, before we get to the girls walking, this is the worst title sequence, full stop. 
they've done the series. I was going <laughs> to ask you about that. With the blood rushing down? That was so bad. It was so bad, Jay. <laughs> like, when I, I tell you... It. If, when I... <laughs> like this is the perfect level of cheesiness <laughs> it's so cheesy it's so stupid i love it <laughs> i was like i don't know what seventh grade that school computers you grab to do this but <laughs> but it's fun <laughs> i was like oh my god that's the moment it started i just screamed but anyway go back to the girls <laughs> yeah so they're walking to school because none of them can drive um and they're talking Valid. about their Halloween costumes. And Hannah's like, I'll be Britney Spears. And remember, this is 2008. And yes. uh, Allison's like, are you going to be like schoolgirl school, school Britney Spears? Or like the one that like shaved her head and had a mental health breakdown? Mm. And it's like, shut up, Allie. And then Emily reveals that she's going to go... Uh, with Ben we're a matching couples costume with Ben who we hate mm. and Ben wants her to dress up as a cop but she wants to go as a Native American and I'm just like Emily stop <laughs> like you don't need to you don't need to do either of those things yeah 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 they, they were choices they, 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 I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you every last one of them had a choice as a costume <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all had choices. They all made the wrong ones. Had a choice. Um, meanwhile, Spencer's not paying any attention. Shocker. Surprised. She's texting people, trying to get updates about the school elections for class president. And she's like, awesome. I just got the debate team's votes. And it's like, okay, like, I like, I don't know. She's very ambitious, but also like. All we know about past Spencer mm. is like that she's kind of a fraud. And so it kind yes. of puts alarm bells off of like, you have the debate team's votes, but like, how did you get them? I, I have another question. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't have another question down the road, but I will remember that question then. Like, in your high school, were freshmen allowed to be class president? No. That's what I thought. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you should not be able to write for this. Right, like maybe she's a sophomore, but like either way. You, you still weren't allowed to run for it as a I sophomore. I mean, you could run, but like you weren't going to win. Mm. Fair. Well, yeah, you weren't going to win. Yeah. Like, you, no one, like pause. Jay, picture this. This is October. Let's, let's be generous and say their school started in August. Right. That means she's only been there for three months and she's expecting to win the school-wide right. class president vote. Right. She, this, this girl's crazy. Yeah. Well, we knew that. Fair enough. Um, so Noel drives up afterwards and he's no, in a convertible with his friends who are all jocks, I guess. And he invites them to, the par to his party, which is apparently the hottest party of the year. He's also a freshman or sophomore. <laughs> yeah and we don't know if he has an older sibling but I guess maybe because that's the only reason I could see like this being like a big deal is like if mm -hmm. he has an older brother who also threw a party every year um, okay, I can see that. but he he looks at Arya and he says come prepared to be scared and then Allie's like don't be too excited and like 
this is where I was like, maybe Allie has a point. Yeah. She's like, don't be too excited to go to the party. It's just a Halloween party. And it's like, yeah, it is. Like, yeah. she's, she's like, it's just a party. Noel's not that hot, whatever. But like, also like, how good could a party be if it's run by a sophomore? Actively bad. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, Allie kind of knows what she's talking about here. It's giving her credibility to me, which is also a red flag. A red flag? Why should I trust Allie? She's dead. Let me tell you something. I was also like, preach. It's, this is nothing exciting. You know what? Allison makes point sometimes. Like, just because she's dead. You know what? Like, that's fair. She can be a bitch, but it doesn't mean she's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes she is. Yeah, sometimes she is. And this is that moment I was like, you're not spitting falsehoods. Fair enough. <laughs> so they're continuing to walk down the street. They yes. pass an abandoned house. And Emily yes. thinks that she sees someone moving in one of the windows upstairs. Emily's and, <laughs> and Ari's like, yeah, I get a bad feeling from this place. I think something bad happened here. And Spencer's What do you mean? Like, Jay, have you ever had a feeling that something bad has happened anywhere? Yes. Oh, why? oh, interesting. I've never Every had Every unfinished before. basement I've ever been in. Oh, see, I've never been in a basement. Well, you're not missing much. It's like a dungeon. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> it's dusty. Uh, anyway. Uh, Spencer's like, it's probably just some kids who broke into the, like this abandoned house. Um, hmm. It's fine. And when they walk away, they see someone open the door and a van marked uh, marked uh, Radley Sanitarium is outside. So again, oh. we see Radley, which means that maybe Allie's story was real or had some components of reality. Like, well, Jay, like maybe, I'm being buck with you. Like I, maybe... I, 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 I was like, oh, I'm pulling this out my ass, but I'm going to share on my podcast anyway. But I'm not thinking <laughs> that there was like, any real life implications. At the very least, Allie knew there was like an asylum there and she mm -hmm. used the fact that there was an asylum to make up a story. Mm. <laughs> Fair and I just thought the van was like, oh, we're going to use this as a transition. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> I didn't kind think of a transition. Kind of a transition. What we transitioned to. Well, we see Emily and Toby talking and it, it seems that Emily and Toby, we know they're neighbors. So like they've had conversations before, but they seem to sort of be friendly. Whereas in season one, it seemed like Emily knew nothing about Toby except for his reputation. But here it seems like they know each other. Mm. Interesting. Because she sees Toby unloading a moving van and she's like, are you moving? And he's like, no, I'm not moving. But my dad is deciding to remarry, even though my mom died literally last year. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to trauma dump. <laughs> like, honestly, Jay, tell me something better than trauma dumping on a stranger. <laughs> it just feels like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like Toby... Well, first of all, trauma dumping to a therapist. Fair, I named something better. <laughs> oh, fair. Uh, but like Toby, like seems like the kind of person where maybe he doesn't have anyone else to talk to about this, but also like he feels comfortable enough around Emily mm -hmm. to say this to her. 
And I don't know if it's because she's, it's either because they've never talked or because it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, when his mom died, Emily's mom like made his family a pie and Emily brought it over and they sort of chatted a little bit, you know, like something like that. That don't seem like Pam. It does. (laughs) I feel like it could be like to be nice when someone died, especially like like, mom. Like you could have said that sounds like Emma. Wait, Emma? Yeah, that could have said that sounds like Emma. That sounds like Ashley. Oh, see, I knew I was wrong. I knew I was wrong. <laughs> I I could see Pam doing it to be the good neighbor, if anything. Like, like the only way I see Pam doing that is if other people are doing it. And then Pam's like, I can't right, like if she's by the, not doing this. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like everyone in the, na- like an, an email goes out by the HOA that's like, hey, mm. we want to be supportive of uh, the Kavanaugh family at the t- at this time, blah, blah. She starts seeing people mm. bringing food to the neighbor's house. She's like, shit, I'm not making a casserole. <laughs> Let me make a pie. <laughs> I think that's a valid response. I'm not going to make a casserole. <laughs> Make a pie. Right. Like, I'm going to make them something that's actually going to taste good. <laughs> um, yeah. And he's like, my new stepmom and her daughter are moving in. And Emily's like, well, what's she like? And Toby says, she gets everything she wants. That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> and that's the only thing we know about Jenna at this time. Uh- Mm, that that's not what I was asking I was asking like give me her personality what I like her or something like that I don't know well I think he's trying to say like she's bossy and manipulative but he doesn't yes I'm to Allison tell me something that will actually hurt me <laughs> right yeah that's fair <laughs> like come on so now we're gonna cut to the costume shop where Allie is uh shopping for her Halloween costume mm-hmm uh, and Noel jumps out and scares her and like, grabs her mouth uh, while wearing a scary mask. And I'm like, mm. if there's something going on between these two, like, I guess this could be like a funny moment. But like, honestly, like he would be kicked in the crotch if that was me. Like, here's the thing, right? I, I, I am a fan of scaring people, especially people you're close with. Uh, but like putting your hand over their mouths from behind them, that's not okay. While wearing a mask, <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like. Uh, a, a funny thing is like you turn around and be like, hop up, like, boo. That's that's yeah. funny. Like you did a boo, not a. Right. Oh, I'm gonna do an assault. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and Allison is a little caught off guard, but she brushes it off and seems pretty nonchalant. And then she, like, walks away and walks towards this girl that she doesn't recognize who's buying a Lady G costume. A Lady G. Yeah. Why did um, I call it Lady G? Who did you think Lady G was? I could not tell you. Like, maybe a fictional character from this universe, like a celebrity or something like that. Like, maybe like a uh, Princess of Diana. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because when, when she said Lady G, when Allie says Lady G, I think Lady Die, like Princess Die. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, like weird that they're selling a Princess Diana costume. Like that seems <laughs> offensive. Then again, <laughs> Emily wants to be a fucking like different race for Halloween. So like, I guess all bets are out the window here. Turns out it's Lady Gaga. Like what? <laughs> 
And let me tell you, like, maybe I'm a fake fan, but I... I never claimed to be a real fan. <laughs> but I, I don't remember Lady Gaga ever being called Lady G. Never in my life. Like, 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 let me like, tell you... She's been called a lot of things. Like, let, let me tell you something about Lady... Um, exclamation point, right? Lady filling whatever letter. Like, that That gives, like, um, ooh, mysterious, seductress, um... Uh, confident woman that's like oh she who invited her like she did something scandalous oh like lady is sure scandalous at that time but like not for that reason well let me tell you okay so i just googled lady g because i was like if lady gaga comes up first then i owe the world an apology and lady (laughs) lady gaga yeah i know what you're laughing at lady gaga came up as like a continue typing like suggestion but once i hit enter after lady g the first thing that came up was a jamaican dance hall and reggae dj awesome uh-huh. love that we love, love that. a strong black woman that's not why i'm laughing <laughs> and the second thing that came up i was like that's why lady g sounds familiar because i'm originally from south carolina and Lin- and lindsey graham called lady g- there was a there was a scandal where people were like oh Lindsey Graham is actually gay and everyone from South Carolina is like yeah we we know like he's also like a haunted ventriloquist dummy brought back to life like there are Mm -hmm. worse things about Lindsey Graham than the fact that he's probably gay yeah but he hired a allegedly hired a gay sex worker and Mm -hmm. people started calling him Lady G being both homophobic transphobic and Mm -hmm. misogynistic all at the same time and yes. um, while Lindsey Graham is all of those things, he does not deserve <laughs> to have those things flung his way. But he was called Lady G because Lindsey Graham mm-hmm. is his name. And so I was like, that's why. But like, this is like a scandal from like 2020, 2021. So it's yeah. like, it wouldn't have struck me when I first watched this episode that Lady G sounds familiar because it's a joke about Lindsey Graham. But like, it sounded so familiar when I rewatched this episode and it's probably because of the Lindsey Graham thing and not because mm. I've seen the episode before. Uh, That's insane. Yeah. I, I, I might tell you, Jay, I was not prepared to see that. Uh, I, I was prepared for a lot of stuff. Lindsey Graham was not one of them. No one's ever prepared for <laughs> Lindsey Graham or the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Both of which are anti-Semitic. <laughs> I'm Jewish. Uh, I went there. Ew. So Allison comes across uh, Jenna and she's picking out the same Lady Gaga costume, which by the way, we find out later it is not the same costume. It is just another, it's another Lady Gaga costume. But the idea is that two people can't be dressed as Lady Gaga at the same high school Halloween party. AJ, thoughts? Jay, I need you. To, I need you to tell me if this is kosher, right? Uh, if two people are dressing up, <laughs> payback. <laughs> you know exactly the moment I'm referencing. Not anyway, the same. <laughs> I remember. I remember. That's funny. <laughs> okay, um, but like, if you're. 
I, I understand that there is like a thing like, oh, you can't wear the same um, dress as me um, at prom and stuff like that. I've heard that before, right? On television shows and stuff. Um, and then be like, oh, you can't wear the same costume. Is it cool that she is Lady Gaga, but a different Lady Gaga? Like, cause I there feel like- so many Lady Gagas. Like, like if they were both walking up, I don't know when this happened. This might've happened after the show. But if they both walked up dressed in meat, I'd be like, okay, that's a foul. <laughs> Let me tell you that I just Googled Lady Gaga meat dress. That happened <laughs> So it had been out, like that had happened at mm. the time this was being filmed, but this episode takes place in 2008. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. And but, if they both walked out wearing meat, that would be That's iconic. a party foul. <laughs> yes, it's a party foul, but it's like one of the more dramatic ones. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I don't think it's that bad. Like I I, I I think I think it's fair game. Also, I think that, you know, in terms of like dresses at, on prom night, like different dresses, like dresses look different on the same person, on like different people. Like you can have like five different people put on the same dress and it accentuates their their body in a different way. Yes. So like, yes. whatever. But Allie won't have it because she's at most a sophomore in high school. And she's <laughs> like, you are going to have a really hard time making friends if you dress in the same costume as me. And Jenna, who we still don't know her name, um, Jenna basically like is like mm, I'll think about it so Allison offers her name and Jenna says that she already knows Allie's name and introduces herself as Jenna and now then, how do you already know Allie's name that was my question <laughs> like nobody complain according... about her that much or is she researching the town that she's going to move to and Allie's Allie's name comes up somewhere like, I'm gonna be a buck with you, Jay. We've been doing this podcast for like a year now. Um, I do not remember the relationship between Allison and Tobias. Like, I, I, I remember there was like mess going on, but I don't remember the mess. So, why would he go? So, I think so. In shortly after this, um, Allie gets an, anom- an gets an anonymous text that says, I'm watching you from a block number. Okay, and... don't answer my question. <laughs> no, no, this is related to my theory. Oh, fair. Okay, okay fair. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. So make me reference Kanye West in the year of our Lord, 5782. That's hilarious. That's the year of my Lord, the Jewish calendar. I'll let you finish. Um, so I I wonder if it was we were supposed to think that Jenna was already somehow like involved in the blackmailing of Allie. Mm at this point in time that she already made a connection with the nat club or whatever they are and maybe she knows jason from the nat club i'm gonna say that's that'll be a lot especially for a girl who just got here according to um tobias well she's just moving there it doesn't mean that like she's never been to rosewood and we don't necessarily know where she's moving from either, right? Like it could be like the next town over. Yeah, like where she's moving from is not Rosewood. <laughs> That's fair. Because she's an unknown entity. Maybe she met people on on AIM or something. That'd be wild. But that's what people used to do. 
I, I just don't have a concept of it. Yeah, you're a baby. I'm a whole ass child. Pause. No. <laughs> I won't even make the comment. <laughs> so Allie like can't find the person who texts her and then there's another person in a scary mask and a like burlap sack outfit and she mm-hmm. calls him a freak before walking away and never finds out who this masked person is yeah why, why would Jenna um back, back to Jenna and um Allison why would Allison like start off a hostile relationship. I understand you want to be um you queen bee, top notch, whatever. Let me tell you something. You don't know who this person is. You don't know if this person will in the book. <laughs> like, that's I, my response. I will tell you. Yes. Uh, Jenna's hotter. And I can say that because Jenna was the, the actual adult <laughs> in the scene, whereas the girl playing <laughs> Allie was at most, like, 15 years old. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. I think that's valid. So maybe she felt threatened. <laughs> like, would I be? I'm really buck with you too. Um, I it might be because of who I am and my disposition. Okay. This just seems like a situation, um, where they could have been friends and they could have been cool, but like Jenna was like here to start problems. <laughs> I think it's also like it's it's partially that Jenna's there to cause problems and partially that Allie is like I have four slots for my friends and they're all full right now and Allie like makes a comment where she's like I can make you popular but like I don't think that Allie ever planned on being nice to Jenna like genuinely nice like, and, and I was saving because I had this comment uh, later on in my notes uh, when they were actually at the party, but I can make this comment now. Like, this, like this Jane felt like um, the relationship between these two. It's like um, Jenna bucked, and Allison's like, I respect that you bucked to me, right? I respect I respect that you care at me. Don't do it again. I will race hello with you, but you earn my respect for that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. But I think Allie is the kind of person who's like, and not only do I respect you, but I'm going to make sure you fear me. Mm. So she was like, already, I got to like make this worse. Like, again, of the two people in the scene, I will be more scared of Jenna than I would be of Allison. Oh, 100%. But like, Allie doesn't have that same understanding of the world. Not fair enough. (laughs) Um, So we're going to cut to Spencer's living room, where Allie is uh, flirting with Ian. Who is again a grown ass adult? A grown ass adult, like like pause. Not only that, a man who is a grown ass adult that's in a relationship right now with a man. woman who is in the room with them, who is also a grown ass adult. To to who is friend. also a grown yes yes she is also a grown ass adult yes. So, Allie is holding a, a video camera and filming, and or and Ian's film or Ian's holding a video camera filming her. Um, talking mm-hmm. of, and Allie's talking about her grandma in Georgia and how she looks like her grandma and her grandma used to be a sweater model and I was like for like TJ Maxx like what's a sweater model <laughs> step up from a hand model but she's talking about like- how photogenic she is and how attractive she is and then she turns the, the camera on Ian um, 
And then Allie puts down the camera as soon as Melissa and Spencer start walking downstairs. So she knows what she's doing. She's a twisted one, that Allison. And yeah. that Ian needs to turn his eyes somewhere else. Well, he like, does. and pause. And, and, and I'm going to be a buck. I feel like Melissa got, got, got a hint from this scene. Yeah. Like, 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 I think both here, and spoiler for later on the episode, they're at the party. Like, she's aggressive with, he, with Ian. <laughs> like, uh-uh, you're mine. <laughs> don't, don't get it twisted. Your eyes will not wander. <laughs> like, yeah. she has a scent. Yeah, I think Melissa and Ian broke up the first and only time they broke up, really, uh, for good reason. <laughs> like, which is psychotic that they got back together. And as quickly as they did. As quickly as they did. I agree. So as soon as uh, Melissa and Spencer are walking down the stairs, Ian turns to talk to Melissa and talk up Spencer. And Spencer's like, well, I have to win because my parents already planned the congratulations party. Again, you are a freshman. You are not allowed to win this. Like maybe a sophomore. (laughs) And like, the thing is, like, not only should she not be running, but also like, how much of a party do you need like when you win class president that like your parents have to plan you a party like take her out for a nice dinner also it, jay okay this could be different schools like like the school that i went to like being class president basically meant um you were in charge of decorations for homecoming mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's that's a full stop yeah you i think like you're week at our school like <laughs> planning the days for spirit week like being um class president in this like great thing in my humble opinion yeah and pause if we, if we have any high schoolers that are currently um listening to this podcast and you happen to be running for like class president don't stop worry. stressing stop stressing it's fine you know who else <laughs> was class president who well a young man who went to my high school named uh harry griffin and i'll uh, leave it I know harry griffin <laughs> we can leave it wherever we left it anyway <laughs> we're gonna have Arya visit her dad at Hollis and she bumps into Ezra she doesn't know who he is but they bump I don't into like each this. other I don't, I, I don't like the insinuation that the show made that they were supposed to meet because I feel like that's the sole purpose that they have Ezra in this oh, 100%. and 100%. honestly they were they were not meant to meet. He was meant to be in jail. I mean, both could be true. <laughs> um, and it doesn't matter because Ezra's not who she's looking for. She's looking for her dad. And outside of uh, her dad's office, she runs into Meredith. Do you remember Meredith? Like, no. But like, as soon as I saw like a blonde chick on the couch, I was like, I know what you represent. Yeah. yeah so this is going to be the girl that byron cheated on ella with uh because yeah. at this point in time byron's a piece of shit oh the worst like, like, not the, the like worst. he's not dating a child well here's the thing at this point in time to our knowledge there is not any adults dating any children <laughs> although ian is flirting with slash making out with at least one child if not two all right then, uh, Mr. Byron, you are the second worst right now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's by a little bit. 
I might even go so far as to say he's the third worst, um, but we'll get there when we get to Hannah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Meredith is lying barefoot on the couch of Byron's office reading a book. And here's the thing. Don't take your yeah. shoes off on a college campus in, in a classroom or an office. I agree. If it's yours, fine. I'll make an, an exception. But this is someone else's office. Like, like, first off, get your feet off my goddamn couch. Like, I don't know where you think you were. I don't know who raised you. Um, I don't know who you sat are. there. I don't know what's happened on that couch. Maybe she does know what's happened on that couch. And that's why she's like, oh, I can... I'm comfortable with I've this position. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> and Arya's like not suspicious of this at all, even though she's like, mm, it's weird that you're here because like you're a college student hanging out in my father's office, which like is somewhat weird, but not really. Like, I, like I, like I, I would say I was never one of those people um, who would go hang out in uh, my professor's uh, office. Calm, but I know those people do exist. Yeah, like I hung out like in the like lobby area of the English building, the English professor's like office building, like all the time, because like mostly I needed to talk to one of the professors, but also like it's a quiet place to like get work done. Oh yeah. But like that's also the lobby because usually professors lock their door when they're not there. So, like, I, I just, I, I, uh, I was so happy because um, I was a commuter in um, college, um, but I would like sometimes find classrooms that are like empty during your class period. Yes. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Love that it. is the best. Oh my God. You need just more, you know, I support public libraries because that's kind of the situation. <laughs> um, yeah. So Byron comes back and he's like, Oh, uh, I'm surprised you're here, Meredith. Nice to see you. Um, and and uh, Ari's like, I didn't know you were so cool with all your students, like the cool professor with all your students. And it's like, not all of them. <laughs> no, no, but like his response was like a, a good response because it's a corny dad response. That would be like, oh, dad, stop that. <laughs> Yeah, it was, but like also like knowing the truth, it's kind of like, Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir. <laughs> Mr. Sir. <laughs> but not like Mr. Sir, like from Holes. Great movie, by the way. Holes? Love Holes. Great movie. Um, so we're going to cut to Hannah, who's wearing her pajamas. She's like watching a scary movie by herself. She's a big bowl of popcorn. Um, and she's just having a fun night by herself and honestly like good for her and uh the phone rings and it's just as someone in the movie is saying don't answer the phone don't answer the phone and hannah picks up the phone mm -hmm. obviously she's a little scared and the power she's goes off and no one's answering her <laughs> and then the lights flicker and the phone rings again she picks it up and this time it's allison like here, 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 i'm gonna be a book jay like, I pick up the phone first time. I hear nothing. Legit, the moment I pick up the phone, you have legit um, three seconds to say words or you'll be hung up on. And the phone call again, I will not answer. That's like, really that's just fair. that person I am. 
I'm, I'm like, no one's gonna take any of my information. <laughs> that, that, that's where my head goes. I'm like, oh, you trying to take some stuff? I don't trust it. Yeah, I I agree. Um, but like, if they if someone calls back, like now that she's using a landline, if it's mm. a phone with caller ID, and I see that it's a friend, I'll probably give it one more shot and answer and say like sure. hello. Sure. I think that's fair. Um, but she doesn't have caller ID and it's Allison and Allison starts yelling at her as if Hannah's the problem. She's like, were you at the costume? Were you out at the costume shop earlier today? And did you text me? And Hannah's like, what are you talking about? Like, here's the thing, right? And I I feel like at this point in time, um, 2008, it really is a fight for who has the lower self-esteem. Come on, but like Hannah would not pull this of like of all your people in your group, like Hannah's like, Maybe Emily, but Hannah's, like, not the person to do this either. Right. Like, honestly, this, like, rings of, like, probably Noel Khan. Yeah. I can't see Noel Khan doing that. Yeah, he already <laughs> scared Allie once this episode. He says he loves pranks. That little prankster. <laughs> little, little guy. Little guy. <laughs> oh, you. But Allie is not happy because she is being threatened. Through text and intimidation. You know, I think that's fair. That's Allie. <laughs> and uh, she doesn't explain herself. She just hangs up on Hannah. And then there's a knock at the door, and Hannah like kind of jumps. You know what? Now that you, now that you bring this up real quick, though, I'm surprised like A hasn't like done a chain message thing. Like text this to ten people, or your sister will die, or whatever. Yeah. 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 That like, 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 is like, real. Look, and I, like, I, I, I would, besides you, murder you think, and psychological torture, um, I would like A to step it up. <laughs> like, you think that A is like, like the writers are good enough to put in like actual things that people text each used to text each other. How oh, fair? <laughs> you think you're they're hip with the youth? I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> So there's a knock at the door, and in my opinion, the worst, if not oh, the second worst, because he's not dating a child, um, man enters. Question. Yeah. Did he actively look younger? <laughs> he he does look younger. It's his hair. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> and this is why I because, because I, pause. I'll say I'll say this man. Spencer and Hannah are the three people who like looks like they made an effort to look younger than they do in present day. Yeah, I mean they put pink streaks back in Arya's hair, but it doesn't really do anything for her. Nothing. <laughs> so we should say that the man who is knocking at the door is Darren Wilden. Yes. Uh, Officer Wilden, and he's driving oh, Ashley home because she's too drunk to drive, and she was binging martinis at the grill. Because she was upset that her husband left them, and bad response. <laughs> you know she's pretty upset, and Wilden uh, took took the opportunity to drive her home and make sure she got home safely, which seems like a nice thing to do until, you know, what happens later in the episode. But we'll get there when we get there. But just remember no, but, that um... he is the cop doing oh. honestly. The right thing in this scenario yes. on the surface yes he didn't issue a ticket she did nothing wrong he offered her a ride home 
She just, dropped her off, made sure she got there safe. And just, when Ashley gets inside, she falls asleep on the couch talking with Hannah, um, talking about how like um, Tom's new girlfriend is probably prettier than her and how she's so upset about it. And it's really heartbreaking to watch. Um, no, but, but Hannah's there to comfort her. Yeah, like and Hannah's daughter. like, no, she's probably really ugly. <laughs> she's like, how ugly? Probably really ugly. <laughs> yeah, because like, Ashley's like, how ugly? And this is like, really, really ugly. Um, which like, you know what? We need to hear that. Like, we don't want women to tear each other down, but like, if you're going to do it to comfort your mother. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a pass on for me. Yeah. As a woman, she gets a pass on me. <laughs> So then we get to school the next day and Spencer is at a booth in the school cafeteria trying to get votes to be the class president. She's wearing those 2008 like hipster glasses mm-hmm. and has like a very like Obama-esque poster in front of like on the de- on the like table and it's mm-hmm. just like one of those things where it's like why are you campaigning so hard for high school president? Like, I don't remember a single person asking for votes. Like, maybe we had an assembly and, and people had posters in the halls, but I don't remember it being like, will you vote for me? Please vote for me. Here's a sticker. There's there's only one time I remember anyone um, like actively campaigning for votes at my school. And there was this girl, uh, she was at, um, to be on the homecoming court, not even be homecoming queen because she was like a freshman. Oh, I was, gonna, and, I was gonna make a real rude comment. I'm so glad I didn't. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say, was, this, was he really ugly? Was that why she had to campaign? Oh no, she was not. Uh, Kyle, but then um, sophomore year, the thing got my rule was like, um, if you're an underclassman, you can't run for homecoming court uh, oh, in consecutive years and stuff like that. And she threw a fit. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. <laughs> and. So they ultimately caved into her, so they allowed her to run again, so she did campaign in sophomore year. And I was like, you're campaigning, I'm not going to vote for you. <laughs> I'm just going to... Remember when, like, that was the most important thing in life? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch didn't even have to pay bills. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh turns out that Spencer would be the one wearing the hipster glasses, not Ezra. Sorry to past me who made that bet. Uh, (laughs) It is the only (laughs) instance that we see hipster glasses, so it is interesting, considering, like, this is, like, the the peak time of, like, the mustache tattoo on the finger and everything. Like, peak white hipster culture. Also, this don't seem like Spencer either. I'll be a bug with you. Even, like, the Spencer now and the Spencer then. This don't seem like her, those glasses. They don't, but also, like, in season one, Spencer went through so many quick transformations of character mm-hmm. that, like, I don't even know if Spencer knows who she is. I think one thing about Spencer is she changes her personality to match the people mm-hmm. she's around. And because she's changing her personality to match the people she's around, mm-hmm. we don't get a clear picture of her necessarily from episode to episode and neither do the other characters 
I, I think that's a fair assessment, especially considering um, the waves of emotions I felt with Spencer and my levels of like to hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Arya and Emily are nearby, um, near the jocks table where Ben is sitting. And Hannah mm -hmm. tells them that Emily's boyfriend, Ben, is going around telling everybody that Emily and Ben had sex. <gasps> Ooh, which is a big deal in high school. Yes. And in life. Um, Arya's about to go like run, like run over to. Oh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was in a, I was in a freshman. Uh, what was health class, right? Whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what they were talking about. Like this was legit freshman year, like the the very first month. And this this one girl was like, uh, oh yeah, uh, I was having sex with my boyfriend two years ago. Uh, da da da. da. And then we were like, what? And she was like, what? Everyone has sex already. And we were like, ma'am, you were legit in the sixth grade. <laughs> so like, yeah, oh my God. Like, yeah. And I was like, you just shared that to the entire class. And that like, it was like a normal thing that happened. And then you have the other side of the spectrum where in my yeah. freshman year uh, health class, mm. a girl who shall remain nameless, mm -hmm. asked, well, we learned about the different, like there's vaginal sex, there's anal sex, there's oral sex. She goes, what about ear sex? And we're <laughs> like, oh, like phone sex. Like that was the general like consensus of like everyone else in the room was like, oh, phone sex. We all know what phone sex is. We've heard mm -hmm. of sexting. Like MySpace wasn't that long ago. We've all been warned by our parents about sexting and like mm -hmm. phone sex. And she goes, no, yeah. like literally with a penis in your ear. It's another orifice. And we're like, yo, yo you want to tell you got to get that Child? checked out. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and then oh. she admitted that it that she had never done it, but her older sister's best friend had told her that was something that was another type of sex. And knowing this girl, I kind of believe it because, like, you could tell her the sky was red and she would believe you. Like, I was supposed to say, they sound like she was being picked on. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think this is like, oh, my friend, when she really met herself, like, I genuinely think, like, someone told her this was real and she came to health class and, like, told every, asked the question and, like, her sister's friend like knew that she would get picked on kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's a shame. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Does she deserve to get picked on? Yes or no, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that girl? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, Arya's about to like run over and like fight him. Mm -hmm. The kind of friend we all need. Also, not the type of friend I thought Arya would be. <laughs> Well, she's in her little punk phase. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, also it's Ben. Who doesn't want to punch him in the face? Ben? Yeah. Uh, I, I like to say real quick. Like, it seemed like everyone and their mama was like, we will come back for this episode. Except for Ben's actor. <laughs> I know. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything. And then you mentioned it. <laughs> and I was like... I'm glad he decided he did not want to portray a terrible person on TV. <laughs> He's like, I did that once for, I do anything once for a paycheck. 
but not twice. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. So the girls are like, why aren't you mad, Emily? And then they're like, ooh, Emily's quiet. Maybe that means they did have sex. And then she doesn't deny it. So Allie joins their table and then Mona tries to join the table and Allie's like, uh, no, you can go sit with Hermie, meaning Lucas. And honestly, my heart for Mona. <laughs> Mona like, just baby. wants friends. Like, like she just wants friends. Like <laughs> she came in, she like I'm, she legit, 100% J. She was pumping herself up in that line, and be like, okay, I'm gonna go up there, head held high with a smile. They're gonna show off my good personality, and they're gonna ask me to sit down. She, she walks over and did not even get a word, <laughs> and all of it deflated. And then Spencer does join them, um, and Allie's like guess what? Emily's having sex with Ben. What? Emily. You of all, of the all girls, people. She's, of yeah. all people. <laughs> I love that AJ and are on the same page. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We're going to cut to a scene that we've already seen before in season one. And I was, to be honest, I was not prepared to see the scene. I just don't think they needed to recycle the scene beat for beat. <laughs> like, if this scene did anything, it made me ask one question. Oh, this was the scene where um Arya and um uh, uh, what's her name? Allie. Arya and Allie um finds that her dad is, is cheating on. Yeah, her mom and it's like Meredith. If the scene added any, like, if seeing it again added something to the narrative, it did. Then I could see them <laughs> reusing the footage, but the mm -hmm. only thing that it did was really cement oh. the time frame if anything right okay I, th I think that's fair what it did for me was like why is mona calling for them and why are they ignoring her <laughs> well they that's in the original scene it's a little bit more here but like yeah not by much but we do see mona like trying to get their attention and i'm wondering like what does Mona, is Mona trying to be their friend? Is Mona, does Mona need one of them for something? AJ is raising his eyebrows. We'll talk about that then. Enough, so. <laughs> okay. AJ. What's up? You just got me so excited. <laughs> I love when Mona gets brought up multiple times in an episode and in your <laughs> Maybe so Mona has a twin. Oh, that'll be fun. More double the Mona, double the fun. There are multiple things in this episode that point to Mona potentially having a twin, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have that scene again. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So then Allie goes home. She's sitting on her bed writing in her notebook, and Jason comes in mm -hmm. without any like forewarning, doesn't knock. She shuts her notebook and he demands mm -hmm. $20. <laughs> us learning this right what what could he need $20 from his younger sister for and only $20 only $20 yeah he only asked for $20 I'm like sir I think he just want money you know honestly this is just I want money right but like if you're trying like, to get I have weed, no like, plan. if you smoke as much weed as everyone says you do mm hmm $20 isn't going to get you that far. Fair enough. 
so he gives her the she gives him the money and he tosses a package that came for her and he's like waiting for her to open it but Allie is like no not when you're here and when he leaves she opens the door or opens the package and inside Mm. is a little voodoo doll made of burlap just like the costumed masked person in the shop and it Mm -hmm. has a red heart and a pin in the heart that says now it's my turn to torture you and then she opens the radiator grill um the grill of the radiator to fetch a box of like hidden things and so she twists the head off of her own doll and puts the note inside the inside the doll puts the head back on the doll um and then we see somebody spying on their house with binoculars and zooming in on their mailbox that's insane like honestly i I don't it makes me question a lot like first off what are you what are you doing with a voodoo doll like this is clearly ineffective because you stabbed something in the back of her head also maybe we don't need to like culturally appropriate voodoo sure and misuse like voodoo practices which aren't even technically called voodoo but that's another story for another time sure but we know what they're going for i get really mad when meaningful practices especially spiritual or religious practices are misappropriated Mm -hmm. for like to like be scary when like oftentimes it was used for healing like that just really bothers me as someone whose own religion and spiritual practices are often misappropriated. Um, I think that's fair. So it just like that bothers me, but also like not to the point of like being irate. It's just like another time that we're gonna like mi- like misrepresent other cultures on Pretty Little Liars in one episode. Oh, uh, did you spit anything different? <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> they used so many like old creepy white people dolls that I was like, okay, maybe, maybe like I forgot it was a voodoo doll and I was like, maybe it'll be another like white porcelain doll because like that makes sense for these girls mm. as like a cultural reference for these girls. But like I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get I don't get what this is for. I don't know what message you're trying to send to uh Allison, I, if you're trying to figure out, you're already doing that. Like you're already clearly in her head. What more can you do? And I feel like this is just a mess. Yeah, this is a hundred percent just to like make her an easy get in her head. I'm wondering if we're supposed to think that this could be like that. Jenna could have something to do with this. No. <laughs> um, but like, it seems to think like it seems to be that like maybe someone could be blackmailing her. Like this is a set like the start of a blackmail. But like, there's no follow through. Blackmail has demands. That's that's the, that's the key part of a blackmail. <laughs> so like, this could be like the setup to lead to blackmail, but it's not there yet. Fair. So we're gonna cut to Hannah's house, where she is uh, in her Britney costume, and her mom is reading the newspaper, looking through job listings, and uh, Hannah and. Uh, Ashley sees a, a job for a, for a bank branch manager. Nice. And she's like, oh, maybe. But then there's a knock on the door. And it's Detective Wilden, Officer Wilden. Yes. And he's here to check on Ashley. 
sir, yeah. you don't need to do a wellness check. She was drinking at the bar. <laughs> and we all you, know you, exactly what's about to happen. He, he Listen, he has the hots for Ashley, and she's an attractive woman. Listen, we all know that Ashley invented Milk Island or Milk Manor or whatever the fuck that show is. <laughs> Just show your hair. Just show your entire hair on that show. I I can't find it anywhere, so I can't watch it. Um, um it's it's on TLC. <laughs> I know, but I don't have cable. Anyway. Touche. <laughs> anyway. Uh he comes to check in on her and Ashley takes uh Darren inside and she's like doesn't want Hannah to hear. And he's hidden on her. And yes. Ashley is like, listen. I I get it. I'm hot. She doesn't say that, but like, it's her attitude. She's like understanding that he wants to hit on her, but she's mm-hmm. like, your expectations in this situation, that's a misunderstanding on your part. Yes. Um, I appreciate that you helped me get home safely. I'm not looking for anything right now. My husband just yeah. left me. Yeah. And he Fair. warns her to be careful, and he like makes a cut and he like makes kind of a vague threat i didn't think it was vague (laughs) it wasn't very vague but he doesn't like threaten her actually yeah like he doesn't say like you like watch out or you you will get in a car crash but he's like you should watch out it's dangerous out there for a woman like you and it's like "Mm, sir 100 and like there was like a complete tone shift too like yeah so it was like, oh, he meant this to be uh, watch yourself. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Which is um, like, homie. Yeah. And so Ashley closes the door. Come on. And Hannah's like, what was the, who was that? And the best line of the episode. Yes. Ashley goes, that was a horny cop. <laughs> Correct. Like, she's not going to hide it. She's like, I'm hot. This cop has the hots for me and I'm not entertaining it. Yeah, I respect her. Me too. We're going to go to Spencer in her living room. She's making something uh, on a sewing machine and Allie lets her know that uh, that Allie has a friend on the election committee and Spencer might not let Spencer might not win. And Allie's trying to be not too harsh. And she's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be close, but I don't know if you're going to win. And Spencer's like, oh my God, my parents already think I'm going to win. They plan this party. They have such high expectations. And Allie says, and Allie is like, well, that's what happens when your older sister is always trying to like outshine you. Um, Probably Melissa this. <laughs> but I don't think until things happened with Ian like that it was on purpose like I think she's trying to be the best at everything but I don't think it was to hurt Spencer yeah I think it was to be the best yeah um and Allie and Spencer sort of stands up for for Melissa and says Melissa wouldn't do that um and Allie offers to fix the election and to like rig the election for Spencer and Spencer accepts it. So everything we know about Spencer is a fraud. Here's here's, here's what I think. Uh, Spencer and for anyone in the future who have parents, 
that you think has high expectation on you. Let them down. Let them down many times. Let them down frequently and often. <laughs> like, like just, just let them and down. Not just Make sure anyone don't... with expectations. Just let them down. <laughs> so that way you do not have this pressure on you anymore. You, you take that all away. They're not as you don't think they're expecting anything from you. So you can perform at your level. <laughs> so you heard it here first, folks. AJ says, be a failure. Fail. <laughs> fail hard. <laughs> fail, fail hard and fail often. Yes. <laughs> so Aria gets home and sees mm-hmm. her father looking at a picture of uh, their family. And he's like, I've been trying to talk to you all day. And Ella and Mike are at dinner. Um, Meredith is dropping my class. And he doesn't say it, but this is supposed to imply like things are done. And he asks Mm -hmm. Aria to lie about it because it's over and telling Ella would make things worse. And Aria says, I don't think I can ever forgive you. And she runs away from him when he tries to hug her. And Byron says that he respects whatever decision she make, she'll ultimately make. Mm-hmm. And they both end up crying. And it's like, yeah, I, mean, I don't want your tears. Your tears mean nothing to me. Sorry. Just because you got caught doing something you shouldn't have done, that does not mean your tears work are worth anything. Honestly, are you should tell Ola. Like, full stop. You made a mess. You clean up your mess. This ain't on your daughter. And the fact that you're asking her to do that is disgusting of you. <laughs> yeah, Byron's a slime ball at this point in time. I agree, one hundred percent. The worst, like it's trying to emotionally manipulate his own child. Gross. Yeah, a teenager. Gross. Um, the, yeah. So the next day, Emily and Allie are walking, and Allie discusses. Uh, she's like, "So Emily, maybe you should go on the pill, you know, so you don't get pregnant." And Emily's like, oh, I don't think I'm going to need that yet. Mm-hmm. And Allie's like, why? Or if you're having sex, like, you should be on the pill. Which, like, everyone has the right to ch- like choose their own contraception, contraceptive care and reproductive health choices. But if you are going to have sex, it's not a bad, and you're a teenager, it's not a bad idea to be on birth control to at least mitigate yes. possible outcomes yes um and then she confess emily confesses she hasn't had sex yet she doesn't say she's a lesbian but like we know we know the answer we're from the future and she asks Allie not to tell anyone and then Allie sort of accepts that and says she's not going to tell anyone nice we're going to go into school Allie tells Spencer she took care of the she took care of everything um and she lies to the other girls saying she helped Spencer with the speech and, mm-hmm. and asks Aria how her mother is Aria's in a real bad mood understandably uh and Lucas bumps into Allie and accidentally uh like drops his drink on her mm-hmm. Allie to take, takes this opportunity to pick on Lucas and call him Hermie which again if you're going to dress as Lady Gaga, who at the time is rumored to be a hermaphrodite, because people are misogynistic and transphobic, mm-hmm. maybe don't use Hermie, the hermaphrodite, as an insult if you're idolizing Lady Gaga, who you also might and likely at the time 
would have believed is a hermaphrodite. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, they're young, impressionable children who believe that kind they of They are young. Sense. They are impressionable. They will believe in that mess. <laughs> so, Allie walks away. Here's my thing. I got, I got, I got a few thoughts. Yeah. Uh, first, I think this is the first time I noticed that uh, Hannah's supposed to be bigger than she actually is. Yeah. Like, like they have her I think in like, hideous clothes, like very clearly, like stuffed, like part of her stomach area. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we get it, move on. <laughs> yeah, move on for that plot point. It's fine. Uh, but secondly, Alice is actively the worst. Like it, it, it gets worse later on. But she would like just say these little things, where if I was like Spencer, I would have bucked. I'd be like, "You, you're making a smart ass comment, and these girls don't know what you mean, but I know exactly what you mean, and you're not like so rude and disrespectful." And I need Allison to like stop. Yeah, <laughs> like Allison got the right ones. <laughs> like she knew who she was picking. <laughs> and... like, let me tell you something, Jay. If that was Jenna, Jenna would have had that. <laughs> Listen, instead of Hannah slapping Jenna, Jenna would have slapped the hell out of, out of Allie. 100%. And Allison would have deserved it. Yes. <laughs> Not to say that um, Jenna didn't necessarily deserve it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Lucas kind of mumbles. Do you catch what he mumbled in that moment? No, I did not. What do you mumble? He said... Uh, Allie will get what's co- Allie's gonna get what's coming to her. Oh, oh, this is after he looked at Mona, right? Yeah, yeah. And Mona's like, oh yeah, Mona's just, just there. Mona's just standing there. And he's like, also <laughs> there, like watching this happen. There. And they're interrupted by an announcement saying that Spencer won and is the school the class president. Boo! And Allie like winks at her, like very obviously. Yeah. Like this is like. Worse than Richard Nixon. <laughs> like, at least Richard Nixon resigned. <laughs> this girl's still going. That's true. <laughs> also, is it a, is it a four-year, three-year position? Like, she just gets to the next year, too? <laughs> Jay, if you don't think this girl did not run again... Because I missed her best friend dying. And miss, like honestly, she was like, "I'm doing this one for Allison." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh my god, yes, we'll vote for you. yeah, 100 percent." <laughs> so the girls are getting dressed. Hannah's Brittany. Emily is dressed as a Native American. Yes. Which was I, no kidding. Go ahead. Say what well, you're I, thought, I was about to say. I was like, since when was um, Emily going to be a football player? Because <laughs> she was just wearing like a football jersey. Oh, but when she was getting ready. Well, like here, here's the thing, right? Like, uh, Hannah was like fully dressed at that point in time. Yeah, everyone uh, else was like fully dressed. So, so I thought, so I just assumed that Emily decided, oh, I'm gonna be a football player. Which would have been the better <laughs> outcome, honestly. Honestly, the best option she had <laughs> was a football player. Um, <laughs> Spencer's wearing a corset dress. And Allie is Lady Gaga. It's the ugliest Lady Gaga costume I've seen in a while. It, it's legit just like a black jacket with spice on it and a blonde wig. And a really bad blonde wig. 
<laughs> like it's not cut evenly. It has these hideous bangs. Like Lady Gaga never looked like that. No. Uh, my apologies to Stephanie Germanata. Who's that? Lady Gaga. Ah, hey Steph, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Arya's like, I don't want to go, and the girls are like. That's fine, but Allie will not let that happen. <laughs> um, but Spencer notices that someone in a doll mask is outside their window. And like they're like, oh my God, we're being watched. The doorbell rings. And Emily's like, oh, I hope it's the pizza. Um, Spencer goes downstairs. But when Allie and Aria are alone, Allie starts to criticize Aria for being such a downer. And she's like, I worked so hard for Noel Khan to even know who you are. You're going to the party. And Arya kind of tries to like be like, I'm not in the mood, but she ends up going. Well, after Allison basically threatened to like, oh, out the information that she knows, which yeah. again, another time Allison would have got slapped and deserved it, like perfectly fine. But also, like, like <laughs> I don't know, not the worst move she could do. What tell, tell Ella. I mean, it's not her family. It's not her business. But like, listen, we applauded when A told Ella. We did. That sounds like something I did. Uh, come, but I, I, dang it! I was about to like. Here's the difference, but there's really no difference. Dang it! Because what if Allie I, is A? Well, here's the thing. Allison said, oh, like, here's the thing. <laughs> you were not so convinced last week. Was I not? Like, you said she was dead, but you were like, Emily was convinced she was alive. Emily was convinced. Yeah, em that Emily. <laughs> Thinking that supernatural beings just walk around is, is on one. Frequently and often. Well, I mean, but she we dated Maya, who was a ghost. <laughs> Stop bringing my canonicity into the real world. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? I will. I don't. I don't think I've threatened to quit the podcast in a minute. I'll quit the podcast. No, you won't. <laughs> I have your address. I do. I sent you a Hanukkah card. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, listen. The one thing that will um, push me to do something is someone telling me I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I was like. Don't play me. <laughs> so, anyway. You also like quickly disarmed me with the Hanukkah card. <laughs> uh -huh. We're going to go to the Halloween costume. Noel, or the Halloween party. Noel is dressed as a gynecologist. Gross. That's, <laughs> I did laugh. Like, he does specify that he is specifically a gynecologist. He, he made that clear. And then he, he he clocks all that all the costume. He's like, obviously uh, he clocked two Gaga. And oh, he and it's like, excuse me, like how did you know she was Lady Gaga? Probably because Ali told you beforehand. Well, he, he he called her a hot chick, not he Lady got, Gaga. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, he calls her a hot chick, which I guess is she's a child. Emily is Native American. Hannah is cute, Brittany. 
and Arya's a witch. And he's like, Spencer, I don't know who you are, which is fair, because she's dressed as Mary, Queen of Scots. Like, like I, I, I need to be a bunk with Allison. Allison, I don't like you. I, I really don't. You are the worst. Like, actively a bottom five human being. Comma, but you're like, my girls are going to this party. And when Spencer says, and I quote, I'm going to be, what's this woman's name? <laughs> Mary Queen of goddamn Scots. Spencer. You mean Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. When Spencer says she's going to be Mary Queen of the goddamn Scots, Scots, you need to punch her and be like, no, you're not. <laughs> you are actively not going to do this. <laughs> this is an actively, like, pause. I am AJ, personally. I'm a big fan of expressing yourself. Do whatever you like. As long as it is um, legal and consenting, do what you want. <laughs> Have fun. But if you're like this popular girl and you're going to a popular high school party, a Mary Queen of Scots will like tarnish all your reputation and you need to change that real quick. Yeah. So, <laughs> so do you know anything about Mary Queen of Scots? Uh, Spencer's talked about Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> like um, how she was like, uh, what was it? She had like uh, something about the throne and then she didn't get the throne and then she got killed for not having the throne. I don't know. <laughs> yeah so she so spencer says that her life was controlled by men even though she was and she tried her best to be like to to gain power even though like it was often taken away from her and so she had to be creative about the way she got her power so mary queen of scots was um made queen at the mm-hmm. old age of six days old uh, when her father died, uh, James V of Scotland died, he, and she was the only legitimate child. Um, and during her childhood, Scotland was uh, governed by regents, so mm-hmm. and so adults basically. And mm-hmm. um, she became the queen consort of France until mm-hmm. um, until her husband died the next mm-hmm. year and then she removed to scotland to she moved back to scotland two years later um and she was known mm-hmm. for like being tolerant and moderate um and accepting of of other forms of christianity um mm-hmm. but then later in life she was found guilty of plotting to assassinate elizabeth the first mm. yeah so she was um, beheaded. And so history has often made her out to be this romanticized character where um, she's constantly, you know, trying to define her own life and her own womanhood amongst her life being controlled by others. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not necessarily the truth, no. um, but you know, whatever, it's fine. Either way, it's, I was like, it's that's 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 the character I sound like I would like though. Yeah, but like she wasn't like what we know of her is that she was found guilty of of um, assassination plots towards Elizabeth. However, England specifically had a history of fabricating um, political assassination plots or political plots in order to behead members of the royal family. Um, 
and that started and that was really made famous by elizabeth's father henry the eighth so we don't know if she actually plotted or not fair enough um people fabricating um stories so that way they can get um a one-up on their political maybe enemies not surprised <laughs> yeah um speaking so, of enemies let's talk about jenna yeah so um noel while uh while spencer's explaining goes to jenna he like walks away like like you know you know the thing where it's like if you're in the point where you have to explain you're already losing the battle like he, he just lets her know she lost you're you lost Spencer. you're done <laughs> and a lady gaga song comes on i believe it's just dance and Mona, who is dressed in a cat suit, she's Catwoman, approaches Allie. And Allie's like, do I know you? And Mona says, no, but you will. Where is this Mona is getting confidence. Like, where's this confidence coming from? Like, legit, everything I've seen this rest of this episode, I'm like, this is not, Mona's not a confident being. Right. I was like, is this, is she, this she like a corch. Mona's twin? <gasps> Because she also no, looks like very different. Like, Mona cleans up. Are you saying she was dirty earlier? No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's very out of her style and very out of her character to dress the way she dresses for Halloween, which, like, mm-hmm. Halloween is the day that you can dress up as anything, but, like, sexy Catwoman was not what I would have expected out of nerdy Mona. Like... Like maybe Mary Queen of Scots, maybe that from Mona. <laughs> like honestly, I feel like Mona has to switch costumes, and then I'll be like, maybe you know they should be friends. No, Spencer hates that woman with all her heart. I know. <laughs> but uh, Allie then goes over to Jenna, and she tries to befriend her or offers to befriend her, and she's like, "I can make you the most popular girl in school." And Jenna's like. I like to pick my own friends. Great answer. Like, like here's the thing. You can't say that then also be hanging out with Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> oh, like, for Allie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like Allie. No. And Jenna like saw first of all, Jenna's also Lady Gaga. Yes. And she a better Lady Gaga. doesn't look like Lady Gaga, but she looks more like Lady Gaga. Like I could guess that she was going as Lady Gaga. Yeah. Uh it's night and day. And a. And uh, Jenna walks away, and Mona uh, has a conversation with Jenna, being like, "I think you're the better. I think you're the better, Lady Gaga." Which she is. It's not a controversial opinion. It's the truth. And like that, immediately makes Jenna want to be friend friendlier with Mona. And, and I was like, "Dang! If I did not know about you and Toby, this would be something I root for so hard." <laughs> I know. Um, Do you imagine <laughs> the lesbian relationship? <laughs> the sexual tension between Mona and Jenna? Oh my gosh. So Allie go, goes to sulk on the porch and she calls Jenna a slut and hands Spencer the incriminating evidence because if Allie is going to be in a bad mood, she's going to bring someone down with her. Which is psychotic because she was like, earlier in the episode are you you're in a bad move stop bringing us down right and then she brings incriminating evidence 
to a Halloween party just in case she needs to put Spencer in her place as Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> you don't need to put her in a place. She is already down in the dumps because just, she's Mary Queen of fucking Scots. You know? <laughs> And, like, uh, oh, like Jay, Jay, I'm gonna be a buck with you. This is very Queen of Scots costume got me pressed. <laughs> you are, you're on something. Like Jay, <laughs> the devil is a whole lie. When I saw that, I was like, this can't be real. This can't be. To be that fair, happened. it is a great costume. Like yes, like honestly, the effort, the energy put in this costume is five stars. You're a fucking sophomore in high school. And <laughs> what are you like doing? it's unnecessary. You are getting drunk. <laughs> Just go as like a Playboy bunny, like everybody else. <laughs> like genuinely. Come on, Spencer. <laughs> so she throws the extra votes in the fire, and um Allie says you would be surprised to know who your friends are and who your friends aren't. And then she glances at Ariane Hannah, meaning like Allie's trying to imply that like Ariane Hannah didn't vote for Spencer. It's like Allie's trying to turn these girls against each other every chance she gets. Can I tell you what I was expecting? What? Um, I was expecting those to be like Spencer votes. And um, basically I was being like, like, see, I couldn't control whether you won or lost. And you won because I wanted you to. I mean, I think that's also the case, right? Fair enough. But but I think it was like, you saw how I gave this to you, I could have quickly took that away. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then inside, or not inside. Outside. Outside. Whew. Uh, Hannah and Ari are looking for the bathroom and they follow the sign to the, like, near the edge of, like, some trees. And it says, there's a sign that reads, killer drinks this way. Okay. We're trying to make things spooky. I get it. And as they move into the bushes, uh, someone in a scary costume like creeps up on them and they're like really scared by it. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that great. I know. I know. It, it was absolutely bad. <laughs> so Emily is slow dancing with Ben on the dance floor. And Jenna's like dancing her sexiest dance nearby. And Emily mm-hmm. is like looking at Jenna kind of like, oh. And Jenna notices and makes Emma Emily look kind of like uncertain. And mm-hmm. Allie uh, looks to Emily and starts to like make an, like make a comment about like Emily maybe being into Jenna. Mm-hmm. But her Emily's secret is safe with Allie. No, it's not. Like Nothing honestly, safe with Allie. With Allison, expect the world to burn. Yeah. <laughs> so we move sometime in the future. Emily's sitting alone. Hannah joins her, and she's like, "Where's Allie?" Um, and the girls get a text that says, "I'm in trouble. Come alone." From Allie, and. Mm-hmm. It, the address is the, the scary house from earlier in the episode. So they all run <gasps> over there. Not the scary house. Come alone. Like, here's the thing. If someone's in trouble, call your parents. Call her parents. Call Jason. Call the police. Yes. I ain't going nowhere like, alone. 
Like, like if I ever get a message that says come alone, one of two things happening. I'm not coming or I'm not going to be alone. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> coming stop. and whoever goes is not going to be alone. <laughs> um, like, so okay. turns out uh, that there's a creepy person, the creepy person with the doll mask and the burlap costume is there, but they can't, but the girls can't see them. So the house is abandoned. There's some torn lace curtains and some dolls. Mm-hmm like creepy dolls, um, yes. and they see a lonely suit hanging in the middle of the room, giving, and it looks like someone was hung there. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I thought they were scared because, like, oh, there's a person in there. I didn't know that was supposed to be someone that was, like, quote-unquote hung. Yeah, yeah. Well, Off. not hung, but, like, hung, like, hanging. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> So they find Allie locked in a room and she seems terrified and she's like someone grabbed me and they're threatening to kill me they have a knife uh, and they're trying to call 911 from their cell phone but nobody can get a signal Mm -hmm. Allie goes out by herself and screams but now the door is bolted and they can't open it and through the keyhole they're able to see a big fight with her and the guy in the knife Is that a thing? Like, I know I'm naive to a lot in the world. Like, you can see through a keyhole. In some antique houses, you can if the keyhole is big enough. Mm. Um, you can see straight through. Um, but you can't see much. Fair enough. Um, but, like, only with, like, I've only been able to do it with, like, antique doorknobs that, like, are relatively easy to open. Fair. Because there's, like, nothing inside. There's, like, a shell of a locking mechanism inside. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so Allie knees him and runs off and the girls are able to get out through an open window. Mm-hmm. And when they get back into the house, Allie is rocking in a chair and she's holding the knife and she looks insane. Oh, looks mad. Th- that woman is mad. Like, she looks like she broke out of the insane asylum. Yes, 100%. Uh, but she, she says that it was all a hoax, that Noel was the zombie, the blood was ketchup, uh, and then she offers it to Hannah, being like, come on, taste it. And it's like, stop being a bitch. No. Not no, 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 no. Stop it. No, not the knife, at least. And Allie's like, you passed the test. And What test? Well, that's what Spencer wants to know. She's like, this is not funny. And Allie's like, it is. And also now I know that I can really count on you when I need you. No, I disagree. I, I disagree on both counts. Like, first off, um, read the room. is Like, there's one thing, right? If it was like a corny joke, right? And it's like, oh, you're the only one that laughed. But at the end of the day, it was like, because it's corny. Like, it's not always meant for a laugh. Sometimes it's meant for a groan, but it's still ha-ha. <laughs> this was like, I am emotionally... Could be traumatized right now. You just not this is not laughing matter. Yeah. And, and number two, does she not know the story of the boy who cried wolf? Like, like you did this once. There's a good chance that they're like, mm, this one Ali's pranks again. We're not going to do it again. Like by actively doing this, there's a chance that they will not take you seriously that time. Yes. And then she's like actually dead. Yeah. Um. And then the other thing is like. Like, like, here's the thing. If I was Alice's friend, just this episode alone, we would not be friends anymore. Like, 100%. like, I, I might, yeah. And then, um, the other thing is, 
if this was a prank or it was like, I'm gonna, like, we're gonna go, like, we're gonna go in a haunted house. Oops, I don't feel so well. I'm not gonna go in the haunted house, but it's not scary. Don't worry. And then it ends up being a little scarier and you get like pictures of your friends being scared. Like, that's a mean but funny prank. This is not a prank. This is just mean. Yeah. Like the Jimmy Fallon, like, take celebrities to a haunted house thing. Like, that's funny and mean. Mm-hmm. This is just mean. Just mean. Um, so back at the party, it seems to mostly be older people, like college kids now. Uh, Noel's brother is there. Ian is there with Melissa. Mm-hmm. They're Bonnie and Clyde. Allie goes and approaches Ian. And Melissa's like, absolutely not. And like, this is where she like kisses him aggressively and is like, that's my man. Yeah. And Allie is like put off by this. But like, Allie, shut the fuck up. Like, You're a whole stay away um so noel then approaches ally to apologize but ally's like no why are you apologizing this is perfect and then she realizes that he's apologizing because he didn't make it uh to the plot he was at the party uh and it wasn't that he was too rough with her it's that that wasn't him yeah so there's a guy who shows up in an identical costume who kind of brushes past Allison and mutters bitch, calls her a bitch. Allie looks offended. The guy takes off the mask and walks away. And it turns out it was Lucas. (gasps) Lucas tried to kill Allison. Or at least tried to hurt her. Yeah. So Allie gets a text. And it says, dying to know who I am, you'll find out. And when Arya asks a question about what the text says, Ali says it's a secret. Um, and then the scene pull, then a scene pulls out, and we realize that there are multiple people wearing burlap burlap costumes with a baby mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody a, a little bit away from us takes off their mask, but we don't see their face. Fair. Because that's a. And that's the end of our episode. Like, like this is like canonically question mark the first A message. Technically, yeah. Bet. <laughs> yeah. Bet. Made it in. Yeah. So that's the end of our episode. Yeah. AJ. What's up? I got some questions for you. And you know, I always have answers. Sometimes they're half-assed, but they're always an answer. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I love about you, to be honest. I love your theories. <laughs> um, so, who killed Allie? Uh, Garrett. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Garrett killed her. Uh, if she really died by suffocation, I think Garrett was the one who was like shoveling and like put her in the ground. Like, he might have not dealt the blow, but he, he is the one who caused her death. I believe he's down the heart. Yes, yes, yes. All righty. Like, he um, seems like a person who would shovel. Like, Jenna's not shoveling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Fair. <laughs> um, who is A? I think it's Mona. You think it's Mona? I think it's Mona. Girl? <laughs> it, 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 like, like this episode, like, 
Mona is like like so frequently just happens to be there, like observing, watching, and like as we saw like in the episode, get pretty annoyed with the girls. Oh, and but like not just Allison, but also the girls that are surrounding who are not doing anything about it, like stopping Alice's reign of terror. Uh, and I often said like uh, A was someone. I don't know. Pause. My theory might change at one point in time, but like A, A is someone who like is smart, um, has access to a lot of information. And I think Mona is the perfect person, like always just being around. She befriends one of the core four girls. So if there's ever any information, Mona is a person who would have that information. And I think Mona has the means. And also at the end of the scene, I feel like we saw everyone who was at the party originally except for Mona. So there's a chance that Mona like put on that baby mask costume. Interesting. That's my theory. That's my theory. I think Mona's torturing. And you think it's just Mona? There's a chance that there's other people involved. Uh, but I have to build that theory up. But okay. I, I think as of uh, right now of episode 2008 in the past, I think it's Mona. At least the original A. At least. Okay. So, next week's episode is season two, episode 14. Go. It is called Through Many Dangers, Toils, and Snares. Say that one more time for me. Through Many Dangers, Toils, and Snares. Okay. What is that about? So this was a flashback episode. Aren't the girls like getting arrested or something like that? Something like that. <laughs> okay, so maybe they're in prison. <laughs> maybe they're at the... <laughs> in prison, not even jail. They federal crime. <laughs> Jay, are you saying murder is not a federal crime? <laughs> it depends on if it's across that... state lines. Mm. She did go to Georgia that at one point in time. That is part of the issue with the quadruple homicide at University of Iowa, actually. Interesting. Yes. But I think I think Mo not Mona. Still Mona's A. Which plus I think at one point I was like, I would love nothing more than Mona to be A. <laughs> but like A isn't like stepping up their game right now. If Mona's gonna be A, I expect it to be epic. <laughs> Listen, A had their moments. <laughs> she is a high school girl. <laughs> exactly. Like Mona's like going through a lot right now. <laughs> That's fair. Like, like she's dating Mo Khan. <gasps> what if Mo Khan's a part of it too? Ooh. Pause. The duo of Mona and Mo Khan being A will love nothing more. <laughs> Ooh. You just like you just want Noel to be involved. I feel like that man is an agent of mess, and I want more mess. Well, pause. An agent of good mess. <laughs> like he he's not over here like sexually assaulting anybody. But he is like, friends with someone who sexually assaulted somebody. Fair enough. <laughs> but I think the drama that he provided is like, oh, I'm going to out a pedophile. And that's good drama. We like that, yeah. He has more yeah. positive notes than negative notes in our book. Yes, just like Mona, who Mona also has negative notes in our books, but also more positive. <laughs> Listen, she did say not to sound gay, but then sounded really gay, so maybe she's gay. Maybe. Maybe. Listen, at one point in time, the girls did think Emily was gay, and look where Emily is now. Listen, why can't it be Mona? Why can't it? <laughs> well, anyway, next week's episode is called Through Many Dangerous Toils and Snares. You think the girls are in prison? Uh, 
Pause. I feel like we 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 need to um rewind and pick back up on this Ezra mess. Um, the fact that Ezra showed up at the um precinct, and, like <laughs> we, we need to address this real quick. <laughs> like the parents need to get on this. Like I understand. Like there was like a lot of mess, of high emotions. Your girls in questioning and stuff like that. That's your main focus. Now that the dust is settled, why is this man here? <laughs> I need the parents to get on it. <laughs> like ASAP. right. It doesn't matter if they think that he's like has a thing with Spencer or Arya, either way it's inappropriate. I agree 100%. It's inappropriate and we need to get going. (laughs) Let's start a trial (laughs) and get this man convicted. And you know, and I know a perfect lawyer to do it too. (laughs) Oh, do I know the perfect lawyer? (laughs) Uh, All right. Awesome. Well, AJ, people can email us their feedback about any episode that we've covered or any episode in the future at twosecretspod at gmail.com and they better. Um, I want to email. <laughs> I, I want to sing my email song. <laughs> yeah, AJ has an email song for everybody and we can't sing it until we get another email. So twosecretspod uh, two. at gmail.com. <laughs> your theories, your favorite AJ theory, theories about AJ. Theories about AJ. <laughs> I want to know those. I'm curious. What y'all think of me? Yeah. You can send us what? your review of AJ to two secrets <laughs> You can send us your reviews of the podcast by posting a five-star rating and a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. Uh, check out the other uh, Dragon Babies podcasts or the Brazilian Dragon Pod. And AJ... What are you up to these days? Um, probably nothing right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if I am up to something, just go to Twitter at the Kid Norris, and I will be promoting it. And if you what about find, you, Jay? Yeah, if you want to find me, uh, no, you don't. But you can at jmanji underscore. That's J A Y M A N J I, and then an underscore on Twitter. Uh, I am probably tweeting about being trans having cats, or both. Nice. I like the tweets. (laughs) So, AJ, I love every time we get to talk. Yeah. Another banger. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you save. Better lock it in your pocket, taking this one to the grave. If I show you, then I know you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead.